The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. What is up? Welcome to the show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. All about me, check out jasonqualcfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. And also jump in with questions, comments. Just click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. Uh, I hate to do it, but I just I got to ask you a, a really important question. What baby step are you on? <laughs> How is this still a thing? It shows the power of marketing. Shows the power of persuasion. Um, nothing but short of impressive. Just how did we get here? And how are we still here after all this time? I mean, how does it seem the masses have no clue? And I'm, look, if you're in debt, out of debt, it makes no matter. Okay, I, I won't say that it won't. It makes no matter in your personal life, financial life, because it does. I, I just mean, when did we start needing these? Or, or not okay. I think we always we someone had to, to be the first one through the door, right? Say, hey, this is a stupid way to live. Let's come up with a simple plan everybody can follow. But we're still listening to it, right? We're still believing it. We're still thinking, or we're still haven't made ourselves aware that hey, if I bring in five thousand dollars a month and I spend. $6,000 a month when other $1,000 going on debt or I buy too big of a house or I buy too big of a car or too nice of a car rather or I go shopping all the time and I go out to eat all the time and I spend more than I make putting myself in debt. Why is that such a, a shock? I, it's it's at this point, we're over what, 30 years in? Maybe nearing 40 years into this Oversimplified crap. And people still are eating it up. That's fine. It's America. Go listen to whatever you want. I'm just I'm just shocked of all the financial resources we have in this new decade. Uh, all the information at our fingertips, all the technology at our fingertips. And People are still struggling with the concept, you know, and how they even arrived. You know, it's 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 almost like a shock to them. It's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me. It'd be different. Like you know what? When I was in my twenties and thirties, I said, "Screw it, party <laughs> as much as I can. I'm have a lot of good times, and I'll deal with it later." 
But knowing that, hey, you're going to have to live on less than you make or make more money at some point. You don't need a radio show or a book to tell you common sense. I haven't said this in a long time, and I think I have to say it. You can't baby step your way. You can't doctor feel your way to it. Every profession has a level of expertise that it requires. And I know we want all this quick fix. We want to take a pill and get skinny. We want to take a pill and look good. We want, we want to baby step it and be totally debt-free tomorrow and never have to take personal responsibility for anything we've screwed up. Dude, that's the problem. I'm not sitting here on some high horse like I haven't made mistakes. I've made a ton of mistakes. Personally, financially, all of it. I am human. I'm sure you have too. That's not what I'm talking about. But when I made a mistake, I said, oh, that was pretty stupid. I try to learn from it and gain some common sense. And I think they call that wisdom. But it's just craziness. Anyway, let's talk about an article. If you want to jump in, comment, disagreement, click email the show at jasonqualscfp.com or financialcoachingradio.com for that matter. Or we add on time. All right, guys. This, these articles kill me too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm in a mood today. <laughs> share these things that bother me about the financial industry. The best ETFs to buy now. And most people are unaware what an ETF is. It's basically a mutual fund that trades like a stock. So if you don't know what a mutual fund is, Google that. You can Google ETF to tell you all about it. But a mutual fund and an ETF, they're essentially the same thing. So mutual funds can only be bought uh, the price of the mutual fund is only known at 3 p.m. or after 3 p.m., the closing time of the market. Or an exchange-traded fund or an ETF could be identical to its mutual fund counterpart. You know, it can be bought throughout the day uh, the market's open. Probably can be bought before hours trading or after hours trading, not sure. But someone is going to tell us the best ETFs to buy now. Right now. And now, as in how many days ago? A uh, couple hours ago. Uh, time you're listening to it, maybe a lot farther day than that. But anyway, will it be yesterday, last week? Time to buy right now. What, what, what were we supposed to be buying last month? What were we supposed to be buying last year? What were we supposed to be buying tomorrow? These are the ones we can, we, the best ones. These are the best ETFs right now. There's no better. First one on the list, Vanguard Dividend Appreciation ETF. I like that one. I used to like its fund counterpart. They closed the fund to new investors. And just since U.S. stock fund pays high dividends, whether it makes a difference in um, your performance, I, I don't think so. Uh, obviously, deep dividends are, are beneficial in some cases, but if you just look at the overall performance of this versus you know, total stock market fund, S&P 500 fund, I don't know if you'll see it. Big, huge difference. But another one, this guy must be a Vanguard guy, which is fine. I'm a Vanguard guy. Vanguard FTSE Developed Markets Index ETF. That's another one to buy. We need to be buying International Stock Index Market. Why is that now? Oh, we posted that Vanguard Emerging Markets ETF. He's on a roll here. Oh, time to buy a gold ETF. Now is the time to buy a gold ETF. 
the Bloomberg one to three month T-bill ETF. And I'm not getting into the reasons he says, because I don't care. Because it doesn't matter what this person writes about. It's almost probably didn't even write it. Probably used artificial intelligence to write this stuff. And uh, and well, they did or not. How can you just out of the air and go, eh, these are the very best exchange traded funds to buy right now. And people out there go, this is kind of on the first part of my rant. Coincides with it. Hmm. I don't own this one. I should own this one now. What does that What does that mean for the other ETFs that you own? Should you just scrap them and say the hell with them and go buy these? So bizarre. Uh, I didn't coin this term, but I heard it many, many years ago. Kind of makes sense. It doesn't make sense. But if you use it loosely and tongue-in-cheek, I guess it will. Uh, financial pornography. That's basically what financial articles are. It's clickbait. And they carry no weight and they no common sense. And they want to sell us on the next idea. Some of them are, you know, based in planning principles. And it's easy to decipher those. But some are just this, the best stocks to buy now. You know, is the 60-40 portfolio dead? Is the 4% rule outdated? Or whatever the stupid title of the article is. Or, or, or is your 401k a tax trap? It's just, you know, I just want to like take a big thing on newspaper and smack some of these people upside the head. Well, really not people, the people writing it. You know, they can write whatever they want. And you know, the people that put it out there don't have to publish it. So we can smack them across the head. It's still America. You, somebody wants to write it. Somebody wants to publish it. My problem is with the people who actually are giving traffic to this stuff, thinking that you can pick the five best ETFs to buy right now, and that even makes any hell of a sense. It doesn't. It's no common sense. Investing doesn't work that way. How does it work? Jason, tell us. If it's not about baby steps, and it's not about get you some good growth stock mutual funds. What if he says good growth stock ETFs now? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. And then we go out and we got this list of the five best. It's what it's about. Figure out what you're trying to accomplish. If you're trying to accomplish a certain level of income in retirement from your investments and your retirement plans, let that guide you to the correct investment plan, the correct investment strategy. Then you go a little deeper and say, well, how are we going to implement that strategy? Are we going to use index funds or passive funds? What's the pros and cons of each? What about cost? How much am I paying my hat job advisor? What does that mean to my retirement? And you build the strategy, the investment plan, with what you're trying to achieve. You don't just pick a podcast and say, well, Johnny Smith said I should buy these three stocks tomorrow. We'll go do that. And you, he may be having the picks of the day. And that may work out for a month. It may work out for a year. But then tomorrow he's going to come out with the next best five stocks or ETFs to buy. And then what? It will never work consistently. What will work is what's worked for decade after decade basic investing principles stop relying on gurus stop relying on radio show people even myself and here's what you need to get you a good one of and it's not a good growth stock mutual fund or etf it is an independent fee only 
certified financial planner that actually is going to serve your best interest and do it for a fair price and do holistic planning. That's what you need to go get you a good one of. All right. After the break, we'll continue on with this very interesting show that I've started. Jason Qualls, ZFP.com for All About Me. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Back right after this. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jason Qualls. As you probably already know, this is WGNS. Uh, the show is called Financial Coaching Radio. All right, moving on to the next thing I'm going to complain about. <laughs> no, it's informational here. Americans think. Do Americans think? Apparently we think to be happy, we need to make $284,000 a year. Why not two eighty? Why not two eighty five? Hey, it's 284. 283 would make us totally pissed off. 285, eh, no better. But 284 is the sweet spot. Forbes Personal Finance says they're wrong, and so is the research. How much more money would it would it, you need to make you happy? That's the question. Financial happiness means different things to different people. Two-thirds of the respondents associated with on-time bill payment and being debt-free with financial happiness. Yeah, I would say it would make anyone unhappy if you weren't paying your bills on time. Half of happiness would be was being able to afford everyday luxuries without worry. I agree with that. Just being, being financially sound, right? More money equals less problems. Seven in ten respondents say so having more money would solve most of their problems financial but one thing i've learned as i've gotten older and doing a lot of reading on the subject i always chasing the next high the next goal the next thing to accomplish whatever it is when you get there you're going to be just as unhappy as you were when you were doing it uh you know chasing something and striving towards a goal nothing wrong with that um but if you can't be happy in the moment you're in 
You're not going to be happy when you reach that goal because the, 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 the line will change. The, the, the line will move and there'll be something else you want to accomplish. You're going to get bored. You say, well, I'm debt free now. What now? I'm going to be happy for a month or two, maybe six. Same thing with like, hey, if I had all this money in the lottery, I'd go sit on the beach and do nothing. Well, how long do you think when you're doing nothing all day, every day, before you get bored as hell and you're like, I got to go do something? Anyway, Americans need a lot of money to be happy. <laughs> Overall, Americans said they would need an annual income of 284000 to be happy, about four times today's median salary of 74,000. Men need more than twice as much, 381 versus 183. Where are these numbers coming from? 183,000 as women do. I find that shocking. I'm not going there. I'm just what the shocking that it's a wide disparity, not that there's it's a male female gender thing. Can't say anything like that this day and age, but at 381 for men, 183,000 for women. Why such a drastic difference? Men need to get your priorities straight. More is not better. Eh. Millennials put their number at a whopping 525000 a year. With generous and Zers and Xers and baby boomers expressing a need for one hundred twenty-five to 130000 Which is it? You said Americans need a 284 and you give us men, women, different generations. You can, you can be happy with any level of finance, right? You gotta learn to be content, because if you're always striving, more is better. Um, you get that more, you're not gonna be happy. You're gonna be just as happy. <laughs> What's the old saying? I get it. You know, someone who said uh, money is the root of all evil doesn't freaking have any. Um, you know, more money, more problems. Yeah, you, you don't get your problems don't go away. With uh, more money, you get to show up to engage and meet your problems in a better vehicle, maybe with a limo. But I find it, how can we, how can we categorize this stuff? 62% of millennials say that they're willing to pay $7, for, what the, $7 for a daily coffee because of the joy it brings. The joy? I like coffee. But I don't go, man, man, this is the highlight of my day, this coffee. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Uh, do you think we're at a stage where, and I don't want to be like, you know, the good old days. We're getting to that age right when I was young. Everything was better. 80s were better. The 90s were better. I don't know if you can even definitively say that. But maybe this era, it seems, with how social media and influencers and uh, negative news media and fake news, whatever you describe that as. Not all news is accurate. We know that. It's biased uh, on one side or the other most of the time. But I say all that to say maybe we are in a era of where our priorities are extremely out of freaking whack. And that's why we're so unhappy. Just throwing that out there. 73% of people said they'd give up social media if it meant financial happiness. Amen, brother. Amen, sister. Give up that crap tomorrow. I wish we could just destroy it all. Uh, let's see. Happiness is neither a binary nor a measurable concept. Duh. You cannot measure it. Everyone's different. Everyone's goal. Someone could be happy $36,000 a year as long as they could just sit on the beach. And some people are like, that's boring. I don't want to sit on the beach. I want to go travel the world, which is going to take a lot more um, 
resources. But the point of the matter is, while you're doing all that stuff, and you're accomplishing those things, you're still chasing the next thing. Are you happy right now in the moment? Can you be happy right now in the moment? I know it's easier said than done. Can you be grateful and thankful for everything that's good in your life, even though while you're facing some bad? That's the secret, I think. I don't think it's more. I don't think that's the secret. Research doesn't break out happiness by income and net worth. The questions are impossible to answer accurately, which is why I started this. I still don't understand why. What was on the survey? Yeah. You start going, 280, nah, won't be happy. 281, nope. 283,000, nope, not happy with that. 284, yep, that's the number. I would be happy with 284. <laughs> I just don't understand. So, I am no psychologist. I have, you know, I, I'm not even really, I would say I've been at this a long time. Let me say it, radio. Not a radio expert by any means. Uh I know my field, know my craft, call myself an expert would be arrogant. I know a lot about my profession as they have to, to try to do my best for my clients. And I know enough to know that I don't know everything and no one does. And the secret to happiness is already in you. It's not money. It's not about debt. It's not about a job. It's not about a status. It's about can you be happy in your life in the moment? If you can figure out how to do that and also keep working to achieve things that you're interested in, that drive you, that you're passionate about, I think that's the key to happiness. And I think that's why a lot of people gravitate towards faith and whatever your religion is. I think it's a lot of people, why a lot of people are workaholics is they think that is the way. Doing more, achieving more, believing more, doing better is going to achieve happiness. And I don't know if it ever truly does, because I think happiness can be found in the moment. Way off financial topic there, but in case you didn't know, if you want to be totally happy, some people think it's $284,000 a year. Right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick around. I'll be back right after this. Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay you. I see you on my radar. Don't you act like you were afraid of shit. You know I got it. If you want to come get it, stand next to this money like, hey, hey. have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134. Or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. The mile high points you earn when we take in my jet and how everywhere you turn, I be making you because you can't. Shake your money maker like somebody about to pay you. I see you 
you on my radar. Don't you act like you afraid of shit. You know I got it if you want to come here. Stand next to Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell. No live event tickets, no financial products, none of that on this show. We'll let you listen to the other guys if that's what you're into. We're going to talk about real deal financial planning topics or just listen to me rant. Depends on the day. And we talk about all things comprehensive planning, in a sense. Insurance planning, estate planning, tax planning, of course, retirement, investing. If you have something we haven't covered in any of our past shows and you think you want to know more, hit me up. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. If you want to learn more about me, Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Now, what's up next? Let's talk about 529 plans. This is a new new rule, 529 plans. If you're not familiar with, with what sorry, with what a 529 plan is, in my view, it is the best account, account type to save for tuition. Uh, usually college. It could be used for other things too. It's also a great estate planning tool. Uh, it has a lot of uses. And now we have the ability to convert unused 529 plans to a Roth IRA. Like a 529, a Roth money goes in after tax, grows tax deferred. And then a 529, if it's used for the appropriate school expenses, comes out tax-free. But the SECURE Act 2.0, which passed by Congress a year or so ago, money held in a 529 plan will become flexible overall. Beginning $35,000 in the funds kept in a 529 will be eligible for a conversion into a Roth. I didn't know it had a limit. Many have praised this change. Uh, da, da, da. But if you really dig into the fine print, of, of course, of course, here we go. Stupid tax law. We dig into the damn fine print. We find something that's stupid they left out or included, shouldn't have included, and how it didn't really work, how we thought it was going to work. Can just strictly say, hey, if you got money left in a 529 plan, convert it to a Roth. Can't, that would be too damn easy. So what's the problem now? You'll see there are several reasons the new conversions option is less attractive, impressive than it seems. Will your state allow it? I'm sure Tennessee does. What is that saying? As a result, 529 planners will sim- simply not be able to take advantage of this new rule without triggering state taxes. So if you think about that, shouldn't federal law tax it, trump it in this sense? So you know, we don't have a state income tax in Tennessee, so we ain't got to worry about it. I wonder if it's plan specific. What if you're in another state's plan? Because you know the old good old days... I shouldn't say good old days. Tennessee didn't have its own 529 plan. They are a state-driven specific thing. And we had to go to another state's plan. What if your money is in another state's plan and you tried to do this little trick? See, this is the stuff. This is the stuff you got to watch out for. Try to do some of this stuff on your own. Annual contribution limits apply. Another fine print item on the 529 plan to a Roth conversion option is the fact that the annual IRA contribution limits apply. The internal revenue set limits on how much individuals can contribute to an IRA each year, each year and that limit is set at $6,500 for those under age 50, $7,500 a year for those over age 50. That means even though you can move up to $35,000 in funds from a 529 plan to a Roth, it will take you almost six years to do so if the beneficiary is, well, you can only convert at the amount of the contribution? Yeah. Again, it's one of those things. Like, why? Why? Why make it more? Say, hey, this is the dollar. We're going to allow you to convert this amount of money to the Roth. End of story. Done. Put all these damn restrictions on it. 
No IRA investing during transfer year. So I get those are you're basically con- contributing. You're moving a five twenty nine. I didn't know how it works. This way. you're moving a five twenty nine plan to a Roth, and it's counting as your contribution. I want to get into if you need to earn income. I don't doubt that's the case. Uh, waiting periods. Also be aware that five twenty nine plans must be open for at least fifteen years in order for you to unlock the Roth IRA option. I, this is the thing with tax law that just drives me up the wall. So someone has a great idea. Now, whether it be from their own personal circumstance, or they know a lot of their constituents, that you know, and they're in an area where people are saving for college, and they've saved too much. I don't know why we got to fix that. Maybe you should have planned better, not put too much damn money in your 529 plan, or maybe your kid didn't go to school. I don't know. Well, that's just how life works. You win some, lose some. So to fix the issue, they propose an idea. Let's make it able to move it to a Roth. And then we start going, well, can't just, can't just make it that easy. We don't want to make it easy on our, our American people. we got to put all these restrictions on it. we got to put all these red fine print and this red tape. It drives me insane. Nothing is ever easy with the government. The government can't do anything, right? And that's my pet peeve with people who believe politicians i don't care right left conservative liberal i'm not getting into social issues but on just fiscal issues they're all a bunch of dang idiots they're self-serving they're looking out for themselves they're not looking out for you or me now what they do may benefit you or me depending on where we're at we're at in our lives but they're not really thinking about you or me they're thinking about themselves and how to get reelected. all right that's the end of that so before you do it, 529 to Roth conversion, get with an expert. JasonQualsCFP.com to learn more about me. Questions, comments, financialcoachingradio.com. Back at you. I love this. are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free certified financial planner Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Is that- 
Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere, any place, anywhere you want to be. Go online to financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives, then click recent shows. You click the older shows. You've got a lot of shows. You've got shows from years ago. Uh, recent shows, shows from, you know, I, I, it may go back four or five years or more. And uh, some of it's just dated. But you'll be able to figure out real quick if the show kind of piques your interest or not. We talk about a lot of topics on this show. I wish I could sit back and it, it would drive me crazy. It, you know, I just had to feel the same call and the same question, you know, drowning in debt. What do I do? Well, get you a thousand dollars in the bank. Get you a zero based budget. Pay all smallest to largest and buy my book and come see me speak. And hire my financial people, my endorsed local, whatever. It makes me more money. Yeah, it's America. I know. You can do it. You can do it yourself. Take personal responsibility for what you got going on. You can learn, educate yourself more. You can serve the best leaders. And you're a leader in your own financial life. You're a leader in your own financial household. The best leaders hire the best staff. Who should be on your staff? A great tax person, a great estate planning person, and a great CFP. If you have, if you hire well, it takes a lot of the burden off you. It does. Great presidents aren't great. Yeah, they're great speakers and they're very charismatic, but they're great and get things done because they hire well. They hire to their weaknesses. Hire to your weakness. All right, I'm out of here for today. Appreciate you listening today, every day. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. There's always more local talk.